Well, according to the latest statistics, Kiwi families are marrying less and they're having less kids. Should we be worried? I say we should. So according to statistics released just last week, the general marriage rate has dropped to a record low in 2021 of only 7.7 couples per thousand people eligible to marry. Let's, let's, uh, let me show you that in a graph. Now, while part of the drop can be attributed to the ongoing lockdowns over the past two years, this rate is below the average of 10.1 over the previous five years, and it continues that long downward trend that you can see. It's about one-sixth of the 1971 peak when the rate was 45.5. Now, that's a massive drop, 45 down to just under eight. New Zealanders are also marrying about eight years later in life on average. Now, we should be concerned that marriage rates are at a shocking all-time low. The weakening of marriage is actually one of the most important social issues we are facing. A 2016 report on child abuse and its causes argued that the elephant in the room is family structure and that the growth of child abuse has accompanied a reduction in marriage and an increase in cohabiting and single parent families. And that report actually follows on from an earlier report on child poverty and its similar link to family structure and a report on imprisonment rates, which was released in 2018. And that report stated that if the government doesn't want to keep building more prisons, it needs to look to the children who are potentially tomorrow offenders and acknowledge the role family stability plays. Now, the statistics are clear on marriage. Children being raised by their married biological parents are by far the safest from violence. And so too are the adults. But you know, whenever marriage is promoted, it's often labeled as an attack on solo or divorced parents. And that keeps us from recognizing the qualitative benefits of marriage, which have been discovered from decades of research. In virtually every category that social science has measured, children and adults do better when parents get married and stay married, provided, provided there is no presence of high conflict or violence. It's not a criticism of solo parents. It simply acknowledges the benefits of the institution of marriage. Now, here's the other concerning statistic. New Zealand's fertility rate has also reached an all-time low with an average of 1.6 births per woman. You can see it declining right down there. Yes, the documentation says per woman, so that's a good biological start. Uh, but 1.6 is well below the population replacement level of 2.1. 2.1, well, it's the average number of children each woman needs to have for a population to replace itself in the long term. Crudely speaking, one for dad, one for mum, and the point one that allows for, amongst other things, mortality of a woman either before fertility or prior to the end of a woman's fertile life. So why is the rate dropping? Well, there's a number of reasons. Maternal education is strongly related to delayed childbearing and lower fertility. Some researchers say that as females have increased their workforce participation, which may be seen as a good thing, more have chosen to have fewer or no children. Delaying childbirth is reducing the window available for having children. 
And while delayed childbirth presents advantages, it also prevents, presents risks, difficulty in conception or involuntary infertility. Economic pressures like student debt, insecure employment and trying to get on the property ladder also play a role. Falling marriage rates correlate with falling fertility. You're less likely to want to have children with someone when there's no formal commitment. And now couples face additional pressure from environmentalists. They're being told to limit or reject childbearing as the best way to reduce the carbon footprint. Now, look, this all should be sounding bells for politicians and policymakers in New Zealand because with a declining fertility rate comes a reliance on migration to provide for an ageing population. But all countries around the world are competing for that migration because most countries are facing the same dilemma. And we need a younger population to provide a workforce for economic growth. And an ageing population will also place a burden on the economy through increasing healthcare, aged care, and other fiscal costs such as the government pension. In fact, researchers at the University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation they published a report in The Lancet in 2020 and they predicted that the worldwide fertility rate will fall below 1.7 by 2100 worldwide. 183 out of 195 countries are predicted to have a fertility rate below the replacement level. Now, once again, we have a report on this on our website. Researcher Lindsay Mitchell has done a great report. Families, ever fewer or no children, how worried should we be? You know, whether the solution is financial incentives, enhanced maternity and paternity leave, whether it's free childcare, employment rights, or maybe it's migration through open borders, New Zealand needs to be having this discussion. We need to ask whether Kiwi families are delaying or not getting married, whether they're delaying or not having children, what factors this is based on, and whether their decision is based on the most accurate information, because the future of our country depends on it. Marriage isn't perfect, humans are involved, but we ignore its benefits at our peril, including the effect on our fertility rate, and it's time we promoted the best model possible. I mean, weren't we told to go forth and multiply? Did God forget about the carbon footprint thingy? Is having a brother or sister or two now to be frowned upon? You know, when a married couple announced their third child or fourth child, should we be reporting them to the population control police or environmental groups? It sounds dopey, doesn't it? When Prince Harry and Meghan said that they would uh, only have two maximum kids as a sign of their commitment to environmentalism, pro-lifer Lila Rose from Live Action, who shared a message via video at our March for Life two years ago, she said this, kids are never the problem. We don't solve concerns of war, uh, economy or climate by rejecting the gift of kids. We solve our problems by taking ownership for whatever our part is in them and by using the creativity, gifts and talents we have to serve others and make the world better. You know, get married, have children. It's the family way. Our culture will get weaker and ultimately won't survive without it. Thank <laughs> you.